Hey, welcome back to the Brazos Point Living Room. This week we have returning for the first time in a long time. Our third amigo who we were missing here to make y'all sound funnier. You must have listened last week and thought something's boring. Something's missing. The funny. Well, we are excited because this week we kick off a brand new message series. Randy, good job last week. Stop going to church. But don't Stop. worry. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and do we kick off a new series this week? Tell us a little bit about it, Randy. Yeah, we're really excited. Feel like it's timely. We are starting a series this week called Therapy. And really what Ooh. we're looking at is um, just having some soul care, self-care therapy from the truth of scripture and hoping that it's super relevant and just speaks into lots of different spaces and places where people are. Um, and ultimately, I mean, we're going to take on some some topics that I think are definitely things that people are feeling like anxiety, depression, dealing with grief and trauma, crisis and shame. Mm-hmm. Um, but this weekend, really kind of setting the tone for the whole series and kicking it off, we're just talking about self-care holistically and really what it means to understand that uh, as a matter of, of stewardship. So that's that's kind of what we need to dig into today. Yeah, and who's doing that first message? So this first message will be brought to you by none other than Michelle oh. Danae Harrison Masterson. Wow, all my names. Danae. Yeah. Danae. Hang on, I'm not done. I'm not done. Uh, M-A-C-E. Junior. L-P-C. Not L-P-C yet. M-A-C-C. C-M-H-C. That girl's got it alphabet behind her name at this point <laughs> that's awesome so we're excited about that too so michelle you get to kick off this message series I do. how you feel i am so excited and also a little nervous like the giddy kind of nervous like just you know y'all know because you've been helping me but i just feel like i want to talk for hours about mm. this because i care so much it's such a passion of mine but i'm not gonna lie i'm nervous too <laughs> <laughs> well, that doesn't help. <laughs> My nervousness is that uh, the people are going to like demand like you become oh, the, yeah. the primary teacher and like you get you get fifty weeks. I get one. Greg gets one. Bring to back too. <laughs> Pretty sure after this week, I'll be safe as the announcements grow. <laughs> well, that's cool. I'm excited. Uh, I think it's going to be great, not only for you to get up there and give a really long announcement. <laughs> Uh, but also just to kick off this message series. So tell us a little bit about where you're going on Sunday. Yeah, so this week, one of the things I really want to do is set the stage for this series that really, at its, you know base level, it's a mental health series, and we want to talk about that in the context of what the Bible says about mental health, what God says about mental health, what the truth of that is. And so, we are going to start out looking at how God created us with certain parts that are all different, but all integrated, and He created us for a purpose. As the Creator, He gets to define and determine what that purpose is, and we best look live out that God-given purpose when we're taking care of ourselves, when we're properly stewarding what He's given us. 
Mm. I think one of the things that, that I love about the way we're approaching this too, and, and this you know goes to Michelle's work in setting this up um, as we were kind of designing out the series and creating the, the big idea for it. Uh, one of the things that Michelle said is, you know, this is a mental health series, but it's a spiritual health series because mental health is spiritual health. Yeah. And, and that's mm. a part of this integration that she's speaking about. And we, we don't serve ourselves well by compartmentalizing and saying, well, here's my physical health. Here's my mental health. Here's my spiritual health as if we're, we're, we're distinct persons in and of ourselves in that regard, but yeah. recognizing that it is all together and it is all one. Mm. And part of that too is normalizing these conversations at church. Like we, because God is concerned with this because mental health is spiritual health. This is something that we need to talk about. And another thing we'll talk about this week is that all of those parts of us, you know, the way God created us, who we are is about whose we are, like our identity is in Christ. So that spiritual part of us is anchored in Christ, but so is that physical part of us anchored in Christ and the mental and emotional parts of us are anchored in Christ. And so that identity in Christ is how we know how to take care of ourselves. Hmm. Yeah, I'm, I think I'm super excited, like you said, to, to have these conversations at church, yeah. which we we don't really talk about enough. And like you said, the series is grounded in the truth of this matters to God and how He made us. And one of the things I really enjoy that you, you are going to talk about in your message is you talk about stewardship. Mm-hmm. And I so often think when we think about stewardship, we think about the money that we have that God's given us. We think about the things and the, the talents. But you bring that all the way around to talk about ourselves and how we steward our bodies and what God's given us. So, just talk a little bit about that. Well, and I don't necessarily talk about this in the message, but something I think about a lot when I think about self-care and being a good steward of what God has given is the way we would approach a car. You know, like a car is a material possession. And whether you bought that car brand new with cash or whether you were given that car, like it is now your car to take care of. And And, you know, that takes certain things. We need to fill it up with gas every so often. We need to change the oil every so often and make sure the the tires are good. And, um, you know, vacuum the back seats, vacuum the things, clean it out and do the radiator stuff. Transmission fluid. (laughs) (laughs) But even the very basic thing. Windex and that little blue thing. (laughs) (laughs) Y'all know what I'm saying. (laughs) But, like, even the most basic thing of that of filling it up with gas like if we neglect that you're gonna get what 300 400 miles out of your well mine maybe 400 Ooh. miles <laughs> might be, not to brag i don't know if that's good or not <laughs> it's all relative but you know when we're good stewards of something that god has given us it means that we can better serve him for a longer amount of time like we can fulfill that purpose more effectively and we can keep fulfilling our purpose more effectively mm-hmm. if we're properly taking care of ourselves well, and, and you just said serve and i think that's a big deal yeah but i honestly think your message is built around a bigger deal right so going back to the car analogy uh the idea is if we don't put the gas in it and the oil in it and all the things in it that it needs 
needs, then it can't fulfill and serve its purpose. Yeah. And the car's purpose is to get us from A to B. Same with us. If we're not well cared for, we can't fulfill and serve our purpose. And what you talk about in message is that our primary purpose is to love God. Mm-hmm. And ultimately, the reason for the stewardship of ourselves and caring for ourselves holistically is so that we can leverage our full love and loving God the way that, that He deserves. Yep. That's so good. Yeah, I think it's interesting. And I just ran out of time. But like something I would love to talk about more is that our primary purpose is relational. Like it's about loving God with all of ourselves. It's not necessarily about doing for or earning love from God. It's about loving Him with all of ourselves. And so it's a relational purpose. There's also a lot more to it. But um, we also don't really get to talk a whole lot about what Jesus says is the second most important commandment, which is loving your neighbor as yourself, which is also relational. So, we see in the Bible, we see from Jesus's teaching that our top, our primary and secondary purposes are both relational. And I think that that's important to think about because I have found that relationship, my relational capacity can be an indicator of my health spiritually, mentally, emotionally, or physically. Like that's one of the things that is going to suffer when I'm not taking care of myself. And I think that can show up in the way I am or am not wholeheartedly loving God or the way I am or am not doing a good job of loving my neighbor. Mm-hmm. Yeah, when you mentioned that verse to me and you're kind of walking through it, it was kind of uh I never really thought through it in that context of the second greatest, what's the second, like the first, love your neighbor as yourself. Yeah. And you brought it to self-care and said, you know, you, you were thinking about talking to people of like, well, what if you're not caring for yourself? Yeah. And I was just like, I've never really thought through that lens either. Like, it's such an assumption, but for some people, it's like they're not even there. Yeah. And that's directly tied to one of the commands God has given us. So, mm-hmm. that was unique. I think another one of my kind of high hopes for this series is that, um, you know, there's so much stigma around the idea of mental health. I think culture is leading the way in in, in making this conversation uh, something that feels safer. But I think the church actually still can be one of the less safe places mm. because there's an assumption that a faithful Christ follower doesn't have some of these anxieties, some of these mm. disorders, some of these struggles. Yeah. And and that's uh, that's what I hope is that, that we can communicate well in this series, man, that you can be a faithful follower of Jesus yeah. and really experience these struggles. Everything from... You know, just normal anxiousness to anxiety disorders, right. you know, and, and on the spectrum of, of existence of these kinds of things. And so, uh, man, I, I just hope that that's a part of this, that this gives people that, that experience these struggles on different levels, um, just the space to, to have the willingness to talk about these yeah. things, to share these things, to struggle together, and ultimately to find that, that wellness uh, together. One way I've been thinking about it is that it begins with Jesus. You know, it begins with finding your identity in Christ and having that 
having yourself anchored in Jesus doesn't automatically mean that you're not going to have those struggles. You still are going to have those struggles, but you have yourself anchored in Jesus to help you address them and deal with them and work through them. But having yourself anchored in Christ, like once you give your life to Christ, He absolutely covers and and heals your sin, but he doesn't necessarily take away the struggles. That was never the promise. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I think especially like when we think about mental health, I think there's another place where we, we make unnecessary distinctions, right? Yeah. Like, uh, well, mental health is one thing and physical health is this other thing. And, and you would never hold someone accountable for the, the physical health struggles yeah. that they have that are happening naturally to their bodies. But we do some reason hold them accountable to mental health kinds of things. And I think that's unrealistic and unfair. Right. And so sometimes it is maybe you have this disorder and it's diagnosed. And that's yours to steward, mm-hmm. right? And you've got to figure out, you know, because you have this thorn in the flesh, this struggle, this ongoing issue, you know, what it looks like to faithfully follow Christ while also not necessarily being delivered from this disorder. Right. And, I mean, to be clear, like, there's there's no one right formula, no one right way. Like, sometimes our struggles are a result of spiritual warfare. Sometimes our struggles are a result of our own sin or somebody else's sin against us. Sometimes it's a result of whatever our environment is. Like, maybe we live in an abusive environment or maybe something else about our environment is unhealthy. It also has to do with our biology. Just you know, physical chemistry, right? Yeah. Biopsychosocial spiritual factors are what what affect all of those things. Hmm. It's a big word. <laughs> is it one word? Well, I mean, she is. She M A S C L P C A. She's got the alphabet, bro. <laughs> uh, one of the things I'm excited about for this series too is not only to help bring or remove the stigma of talking about mental health, and and for us to highlight. God's truth, but I'm also excited for the stories we're going to tell throughout yes. it of, of real life people. Each week. Yeah, each week of somebody in their own story of how they dealt with yeah. whatever it is we're talking about that week. And, and uh, just to encourage people, I think over and over and over throughout the series, you're not alone. Yeah. And there are many people in the room too who may have experienced some of the things that you have. And well, and some of these people that you're going to hear their stories, like these are disciples, these are mm-hmm. disciple makers, these yeah. are yeah. these are key leaders in our church, right? Yeah. These are these are high octane folks that yeah. you know have a, a deep and meaningful relationship with Jesus that you're going to hear their struggle, and uh, and I'm with you, Joseph. That's that's powerful. The other thing I'll say about the stories that I'm so excited about is I think that they are going to resonate. My suspicion is with every single person in the room, because whether you are somebody who has experienced your own mental health struggles, or if you love somebody Mm -hmm. who experiences mental health struggles, like that's who you're going to hear from. Like you're going to hear from both sides of what that looks like to love and support someone through that and how to do that, as well as what the experience is of actually walking through it yourself. It's going to be good. One of the other things, too, Michelle, I mean, this series is a long time coming. It uh, We could go many more weeks than, you know, the, the five we'll spend on it. Um, but some of this is related to what you have been up to for the last 
I don't know how many months or years. Three and a half years. Wow. <laughs> Three and a half years. So, I mean, I don't January know how much we've ever talked about that. Gosh, you weren't even 40 when you started. <laughs> so, tell us a little bit about that. Like, what have you been up to? Where have you been the last few weeks? <laughs> Not on the podcast. Yeah. Um, Yeah. So, I mean, we already kind of alluded to it. Like, I have been back in school because um, I wanted to pursue a counseling degree. And there's a couple of different reasons for that, honestly. Um, I've shared a little bit about this on the podcast. And some people have heard it on Sunday morning. I'll talk a little bit about it this Sunday, too. But um, Jeff my husband struggles with mental illness. And so I have been, you know, on the side of somebody loving somebody and wanting to know how to best understand them and support them through that. And so that's one of the reasons I went back to school is because I wanted to better understand my husband and what he's experiencing and what he's going through. And I want to be a resource to him, but also to other people who have similar experiences with him, but also similar experiences with me. And um, the other reason is Braz's point, you know, in my role, um, getting to do pastoral care with women, I'm pretty familiar with the huge need that there is for mental health counseling. And we have some great counselors in our community, but not nearly enough to meet the need. And so I really desired to be part of addressing that problem and I really want to be a different kind of resource for our folks so I uh I should finish all of my coursework at the end of today. I'm 300 <laughs> words away from turning in my last paper ever. I still have... Ever. Let's, uh, Let's submit it on the podcast. <laughs> Let's hit send together. <laughs> I have one final to take and a couple of discussion board replies and some other random stuff to get turned in. But, and then um, a big finishing test next week. Yes. Well, yeah. So on the 6th. Yeah, so there's still licensing exam and, you know, some different steps before I'm actually a licensed professional counselor associate who can practice here in our office building, but Mm. getting closer and closer. And that's what we're moving towards is uh, a significant portion of Michelle's ministry being uh, a resource, a counseling resource to not just our church body, but to our community. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And uh, it'll be a part of her job. Awesome. Yep. <laughs> I'm pretty excited. Well, cool. Well, yeah, I think it's going to be a great series. I'm excited. Michelle gets to kick it off and for the stories and, and the things we get to highlight in the coming weeks, but it's going to be a good, good fall. Any last thoughts, guys? Not other than the the name of the series is intentional, and, and the reason why we're calling it therapy is because we want it to be therapeutic. We want it to be real, tangible, practical helps uh, that are rooted in truth and ultimately, uh, you know, just see it as a series that's really about discipleship. It's mm-hmm. about spiritual formation and spiritual growth, and it really is, as we take on each of these topics week by week, it's going to be building on this foundation of the idea of just loving God well with with who we are and where we're at. Mm-hmm. Well, we hope you'll join us and invite anybody that you know who may benefit from being in the room. Great point. What a great series for yeah. inviting. Mm-hmm. Good opportunity. And we plan to have... Over the coming weeks, lots of different kinds of resources to point folks to. Yeah. Well, cool. And if you're in a small group, 
small group's about to pick up, pick up again, and uh, we'll, we'd love to see you. If you're in a small group on September 10th, make sure you talk to your leader, or if you're not connected, we'd love to get you enrooted this semester. Reach out starting September 14th. Rooted's going to be great. There's a vast majority of our church and our small groups do it together. It's exciting times ahead for Brazos Point and Michelle. (laughs) (laughs) And the three amigos. All right. Thanks so much for listening, guys. We love you. And we'll catch you next week.